welcome back to the Living Out Love podcast, or if this is your first time, thank you for joining the podcast. I'm Amy Hageman, and this is our last episode for season two of Living Out Love. Last year, I went all the way up until the winter equinox, and I really felt like I had pushed myself too far, and that I wish I had started earlier, sort of leading up to winter. And I'm I'm at I'm at the edge of my comfort zone. <laughs> I'm I'm really glad to be stopping earlier in December and things are coming up in my life that need my attention and so it's all in divine alignment and so there's a little nugget for you on listening to your intuition and your body. Um okay, so because this is the last episode of season 2, I'm doing a bit of a wrap up for the year. So I'm going to share personally some things that have been happening um and how that's affecting everything <laughs> my life my family my business and then i'm also going to talk about the podcast and what i'm currently envisioning for 2024 for this podcast living out love and for what i lovingly refer to as my quote dot love business uh, for those of you that are new here my website is amyhageman.love rather than com so it's just become the quote dot love business so it's the end of the year and I, in my bones, feel as though I am a different person than I was when I started this podcast season back in March. I'm pretty sure that will always be the case. I'll start around the spring equinox. I'll end early December. And by in those months, I will feel as though life has changed or I have changed and my life reflects that. So I want to talk to you about the ways in which I've grown and expanded and also kind of some things that I've, I want to say shrunk in. I have some skills that I need to pull back on board and that's going to be part one of the podcast and part two, I'm going to share with you what's up ahead, what um, opportunities you have next year. So Personally, earlier in the episode, earlier in the season, I had an episode talking about my self-diagnosis of autism, ADHD, and RSD, rejection, sensitivity, dysphoria. And um, I've been on a journey since then <laughs> with those things. I'm now formally diagnosed with ADHD, and um, it has been interesting. I did not rush to get on any sort of medication, whether that was pharmaceutical or like herbal. I didn't, I didn't rush that process. I really wanted to get a better understanding of the way my brain worked before I tried to do anything about it. And that journey has been interesting. My, I haven't personally, besides taking antibiotics here and there in my life, I haven't really been on medication. I've only ever done supplements. And so the idea of being on a long-term medication, um, a little bit of fear, it brought up a little bit of fear, but it also brought up this attitude of like, I don't need any help. I'm just fine. And so I've really had to create a relationship to my resistance and learn how often is my resistance protecting me 
from something I don't need protection from? And how often is my resistance really an inner knowing of I'm meant to sort this out in another way? And it can be really difficult to tell the difference. So that's part of the journey I've been on with the ADHD and the sensory overload. And that journey has been very much connected to uh, my oldest child is now in kindergarten. So we're in public school and there's more activities and the logistics of kids at different schools and different events and activities. The logistics require more of my brain power than was formally required. And so that has taken a toll. And it's been very interesting to sit with it and basic things like looking at your calendar for the day and knowing what's up ahead and not forgetting or remembering to look back at your calendar again later in the day. Like those are things that I took for granted that I could do. But being undiagnosed or unmedicated ADHD and having this increased logistical load on my plate has now made it to where my old way of working with the calendar just does not work. So it's been a very frustrating journey. And in some ways, I look back on my previous years and I think, wow, I was so much smarter than I knew. I just had ADHD. So in some ways, it's been very thrilling to think, oh, I might be more capable than I ever knew I, if I didn't have this crutch or if I learned how to work with this differently. And in other ways, you know, I've been sort of at my max capacity. And so it's been really trying. And, you know, the decision of do I, do I medicate or not? Do I learn to work with this or not? How am I going to, how am I going to manage this? It's brought up a lot of opportunity for self-reflection. And sometimes that's not always comfortable. So I just paused the recording. For those of you listening on audio, if you're on YouTube, you'll see it. But on audio, I paused the recording because when I started recording, the light was different. I sit in front of a window, the light was different. <laughs> and then the cloud cover drastically changed. I was like, All right. Um, so now I'm back and I'm having the opposite lighting problem that I had before. So there you go. So when I was talking about, I was talking about the ADHD, the rejection sensitivity dysphoria, understanding that and the calendar and all of that. The good news about this journey is I have found a therapist and started very, I'm very early into this relationship and this process of therapy. Um, I went, it's ironically, now I know it was the last time I couldn't cope with ADHD, but the last time I had any sort of therapy or counseling was 2008, 2009, up until pretty intensely back in the 2008, 2009 timeframe, and then maintained a relationship with that counselor. Um, I mean, through COVID, she passed during COVID. So I had had her a support. And and I'm really glad to now have a system in place to continue supporting me. So that's been a positive change. Another positive change this year is that we manifested a keyboard, piano keyboard. I 
firstly had always, always, always wanted to play piano. And in my early 30s, I decided, okay, if I hit age 40 and I don't know how to play the piano, I'm going to gift myself lessons. Side note, I'm currently 37. Um, my kids are now going to a music magnet school and my eldest seems interested in piano, had talked about it. And so we have a friend that's in the music industry and we reached out to the friend to find out like what kind of keyboard should we get, blah, blah, blah. And so he gifted us this keyboard. Thank you to the generosity of friends. I now have a piano and I'm starting to play and learn notes and it has been wonderful. I am terrible at it as beginners are. And it also kind of feels good to be terrible at something that's low stakes. And to the process of learning a new skill is thrilling and watching myself improve at something is thrilling. And having that process not attached to my parenting or my business is also thrilling. <laughs> so I'm really enjoying having the, having the piano in the household and having that available to me and having that as an element of self-care and enjoyment is wonderful. And then on the mothering side of things, I now have no attachment to what <laughs> to which instrument my kids choose because the piano's already in the house. If they want it, great. If they want to do violin or something else, I now don't care because I already manifested the vision. I I had sort of thought I might have to use them as a crutch and now I don't have to. So that's wonderful. Another development in 2023 that I think is worth sharing with you all is I have been, especially in this last beginning of the last quarter of the year, really deep diving in on self-care. Um, I'm very blessed that I have a lot of relationships with people that are somatically trained. My friend Alexandra Granado Garcia over at Flutor Creative has pretty extensive somatic training and it's based on land of water yoga and we've had structured sessions together but also she's one of my dearest friends so there's also a lot of just casual friend you should try this pose or friend let's do this so i i get a lot of somatic support from her in an ongoing fashion and then my business coach allison reeves has um somatic coaching training and certification i think and so when we are doing our business coaching, which sometimes just becomes therapy, it depends on what's going on. We often, if, if I have an emotion that comes up, we will work through it somatically. And I've, I've, you know, I've been friends with Alex for years, but she's really stepped into her somatic embodiment, you know, in this last year. And so between working with Alex and Allison, I have learned how much that somatic practice, soma means body, how much being in my body is a part of my spirituality and a part of my healing. And of course, this is something that I have taught to you all. We've talked about this on the podcast, but I've really had an emphasis on it lately and it's been so wonderful. Another person that um, I'll put the link in the show notes is Andy Love. She has a process called soul flow and they have free embodiment sessions. And so I did my first free embodiment session a few weeks ago 
And I swear there was so much emotion, some of which I knew I hadn't processed and I knew was going to come up to be released, but some of which I didn't, didn't know was there. There was so much emotion that I'd been carrying around with me that I was able to release in that soul flow session. And I was able a little bit, a little bit, I was able to start to generate a new vibration for my manifestation for what is going to be called into my field in the future. And I have another free session coming up in December and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so I've just personally, I've been really working somatically and I've been working with astrologers. So earlier in the year, you, you heard from my friend, Suzanne Plattner, her business is she dances under the moon. She has a moon journal membership. And so there have been, it's not every moon cycle. I'm not a super moon connected person. There are other people that are way more connected to the moon than I am, but in her membership, she just sends out these text messages of like, here's what the moon is doing. And here's what the invitation is. And that has been very helpful in grounding me. It's, if I didn't understand astrology, it would be eerie, but it is powerful how often what's happening with the vibrational frequency of the planet that is very much related to what the moon is doing. The invitation questions for journaling that my friend Suzanne sends out about you know, the the moon is in Gemini and it's in your eighth house. And so these are the questions that you could consider for journaling. How often those questions, it's like they're spooky at getting to the heart of whatever is going on in my life at that time. And so then they really help me to process the situation differently. So that's one of the ways I've been working with an astrologer ongoingly that's been really helpful. And then more recently, I had a reading with House of Hygieia, and Hygieia is an asteroid, and House of Hygieia, her name's Rebecca Hart, but House of Hygieia, we did the, a reading just based on self-care. So the asteroid of Hygieia, we correlate with preventative medicine, so it has a pretty direct correlation with self-care, and that reading was so profound for me. There were things in my life that didn't line up, didn't add up to something being good for me. And our reading really helped me identify those and get affirmation of, yeah, this isn't, this isn't the way your body is designed to work. So that was an incredibly powerful reading. And then I have another reading scheduled coming up with another astrologer that I met at the Astro Bash. Um, his name is Cameron Allen. I will also have his link in the show notes. And I reached out to him because I have, I've done a better job of not repressing anger this year. In the past, rather than feeling anger, I would take on guilt or shame. I would feel something else instead of feeling anger. That was an emotional pattern that I had identified. So lately, I have no problem feeling anger. <laughs> I've healed that pattern. 
but I'm having a hard time supporting myself in the anger and I'm having a hard time finding healthy expressions of anger. Cameron is, is an astrologer. And so we'll be able to look at the way my astrology works with my emotions and my body. And we'll also look at like some transits. Maybe there's something going on with me around anger specifically. I don't know. Um, but he's also somatically trained and trained in herbal medicine. So I haven't worked with him. I cannot vouch for the effectiveness of it, but I was able to learn from him and have some casual conversation from him as well at Astro Bash. And without even going into our time together, I would certainly highly recommend him. So I've been, you know, collectively working with the, my astrology in very detailed ways. Um, and if you're completely new to astrology, then absolutely starting with a natal chart reading, I highly recommend that. Having that basic affirmation and understanding of who you are is wonderful. But because I've been doing this deep dive into self-care and somatics, I'm also doing a deep dive into very specific questions with astrology. It's less about tell me who I am and what's up ahead for me. And it's more about okay, how do I do self-care? What's my relationship to time? And what's my relationship to love or to money or to sexuality? Like, let's just hone in on one area of my life and, and dig deep. And that's also been very, very profound. Ironically, <laughs> and this is where I've sort of, quote, shrunk this year, is I have been so hyper-focused on kind of redesigning my life and learning how to do self-care differently that I haven't prioritized the basics. I haven't been doing my meditation lately or my daily walks or just exercise. And I haven't been eating the same nutritious food that I used to eat. My sleep habits have sort of fallen by the wayside. So I've sort of thrown the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. It's like I've been so busy trying to learn how to do things differently that I let go of what I was already doing well. So if that's you out there, know that I can relate. And it, it's just a part of the pendulum swinging, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try something new, three steps forward, two steps back, you know, the only thing I don't like about the pendulum swing metaphor is that's a two dimensional plane, it's left, right, forward, back. And of course, nothing in our experience is two dimensional. So think of it as we're going to go all over the place. Um, so that's the the gist of what has been my personal journey in, in 2023. Of course, in this business, I have gotten new clients and I've spent a lot of time and lesson, not lesson, time and effort and heart in the podcast. Um, psychically, what's been interesting is my experience of mediumship has been changing and my experience of channeling people's guides and angels. It's been shifting. And this isn't all across the board. It's just some of the time. So I'm still learning. Is it based on my vibration at the time? Is it based on the client and what their needs are? Like, why does it sometimes happen and not all the time? I'm still learning all that. And I'm still, you know, taking an intuition classes and working with mentors. But my experience is that I'm going less often in the third person perspective and more often in the first person perspective. Meaning that when I'm with a client, a third person perspective is you would hear me say, 
oh yeah, your mother is giving me this experience or she's showing me this or your angels want you to know that. And it's like, I'm relaying the message versus in the first person experience, it's like I'm energetically combining with the messenger. And I had done that before with angels and guides where I would get into a frequency and just sort of ride the wave and start talking to the client as if I was that angel or that guide. But recently in 2023, that's now also happening in mediumship where it feels easier for me rather than to say, oh, your mother is saying X, Y, Z. It's easier for me to just say X, Y, Z and to say it to the person as if I am their mother. And um, it's interesting having your psychic gifts sort of evolve and, and change. I don't know how long that will be the case. I don't know if it's going, if it's moving in a direction where all of my readings will be that way. I have to be very surrendered and very open because following my instincts, taking me somewhere new is very scary, especially because I'm not a $10 psychic. And I take this work very seriously. And so I understand that my role here is significant and sacred in many respects. And so I don't, I don't want to just play around with that. So that shift to being willing to step into that first person and really combine my energy. And it's not quite trance. I'm not asleep at the wheel. I'm fully awake, but I'm just allowing my own thoughts and my own instinct to fully step to the side and just observe as the the energy that really needs to be present for the client's reading takes full stage. So it's been an interesting, I don't know where that's going. I don't have any lessons from that. I'm just sharing because that is a part of my 2023 experience that Many of you listening to this episode have worked with me in the past or will work with me in the future. And so just knowing, you know, that process may look different. It evolves. Okay, so that's the wrap up for 2023. Let's talk about 2024. Um, I want to talk about living out love. Living out love. I've been in the process of trademarking it for over a year. So let's assume that's going to end well. But I've been thinking about living out love and I have such a visceral experience in my body when I say those words that I feel I know exactly what living out love means. But I think there's many people listening or who maybe won't listen because they don't know what living out love means. So I want to talk about what that means and also share how I see this podcast evolving next year. Living out love is that you as a human are behaving the way your soul would have you behave. The energetic vibrational frequency, the energetic fabric of our soul is made of love. So imagine every cell in your human body is love. And of course, our cells have different things that they do. There's cells that never leave our brain. There's cells that are specifically for our gut. There's 
you know, there's, we have this very complex body, but imagine that every cell is made up of love. So what I'm saying with this metaphor is love might be creativity. Love might be hard work. Love might be putting up a boundary or it might be forgiveness. It might be embrace. Like love can mean very many different things, but living out love is essentially living the way your soul would have you live. What's in full alignment with your soul. And of course, as humans, I don't even have the goal, like the idea that every second of every day I could live out love and be in full alignment with my soul. Like that's not even a goal that I have. Maybe that's some, that's attainable for some people. But this podcast, Living Out Love, is about moving us closer, moving the needle, getting us more capable of showing up in the world the way our soul would choose us to show up. We all have egos, we all have needs, we all have wounds that need healing, and this podcast is going to speak to that. And often, our soul gives us a calling, and we have an intuition. I need to forgive this person. I need to do a past life regression. I need to, the sky's the limit. Our intuition gives us prompts all the time. And sometimes... We get the prompt very clearly, but we don't understand the how. Like if you've been struggling to forgive somebody, you know you need to forgive them, but you just can't seem to do it. Sometimes that skill is what's missing. And this podcast is going to speak to that. So the Living Out Love podcast is about helping you as a human live out who your soul is calling you to be. And so obviously that covers a lot of ground and will include many diverse topics, but I've, I've been really trying to get clear on what living out love means for you so that you can know why you're here. Why are you listening to this podcast? What is the goal? Like what journey am I taking you on for goodness sake? The goal is to help you be the person that you came here to be. That's the goal of living out love. You came here to live out love. That's what you came here to do. For some of you, that means you got to start a soccer team. That's what you came here to do. And that's your version of love. For some of you, it's mothering. You came here, you came here to mother some souls. The mother love and souls, right? And we all have many different facets to us. None of us are just one thing or one purpose. But all of that can be done through the lens, through the energetic vibrational frequency of love, which is what your soul is going to choose. Love might mean, like I said earlier, love might mean putting up a boundary. Love might mean bearing down a boundary. There's so many different aspects to what that would mean. And that is what this podcast is speaking to, living out love is about becoming who you came here to be. And my endeavor is to help you do those things. So that vision isn't new, that this is the same vision that I've had since before I started the podcast. 
but I wanted to voice it here and now in this episode because I've gotten more clarity on it. And clarity is a powerful, powerful thing. And because I've gotten this clarity, I'm starting to attract a lot of ideas for 2024 that are, in my mind, more powerful than some. I've done some powerful episodes already, but more powerful than some of what I've created so far in Living Out Love. Sometimes my brain will take me down the road of what I think is palatable in the podcast world, what I think people want to hear or say this, but don't say that. And I'm really releasing that version of people pleasing because this is my podcast and I work with my guides to help me channel the episode, the topics. And so I'm going to try not to play so small in terms of what we discuss. I'm going to be willing to step outside my comfort zone more in order for me to live out the love that is for this podcast. So that's going to look like very different things next year. I mean, it's going to look like a normal weekly podcast as it always has. And you might notice a difference in tone or in guests that I bring on or the freebies that might accompany a podcast episode every now and then. Who knows? But I've gotten clearer on the vision and I've gotten clearer on parts of myself that were not in alignment with living out that vision. I've literally been putting myself through the process of living out love. So I'm looking forward to 2024. Now, speaking of clarity and understanding myself and living out love, Here's some business updates for you. I closed down my Dot Love membership. And it was that was a big one. That was a big one. I had been feeling like something wasn't quite right with the membership. Like I it didn't feel a hundred percent in alignment. It wasn't a full body yes. And I couldn't figure out why. I love, I am love that membership. I love everything that I put into it. I love all the people. Oh my gosh, the people in that membership have blessed me. They have grown. I am so proud of that membership. But something wasn't quite right and I couldn't figure it out. And then understanding my ADHD diagnosis and my eldest starting kindergarten it almost didn't matter that I couldn't figure it out. I just wasn't capable of managing the podcast and the membership. And then also launching some things that I really wanted to launch this year, some new offers that I I straight up had plans to offer two really big things this year that I couldn't manage because I'm over capacity. So I had to make the decision to let go of the membership. And what was so interesting about that decision is I really expected to feel a lot of heartbreak because there are people in that membership that rely on me. And that membership has gotten me this far. I've, it's 
I swear to you, I feel like that membership was the best kept spiritual secret. The amount of support that people could get in there was huge. And so to let it go, I was surprised at how free I felt at the idea. As soon as the idea came that it's time to let this go, it's not time to to change the offer, to make it smaller. It's just time to let it go. I felt immediately free. My whole body knew, all right, that's the answer. We got to let this go. Now, that being said, it also threw me into the wilderness. Like, I'm, I'm out here. I'm going, okay, my brain's different than I thought. I'm capable of some things way more than I ever thought. I'm less capable of mundane things more than I ever could have expected. I'm going to shut down the membership, which is a consistent amount of income for me. And I have no idea what's coming next. And oh, by the way, my psychic gifts are changing. Like, what the heck is happening? But I know that I'm now going to have more capacity in 2024. I'm going to have my readings and then I'm going to have more capacity because I spent a lot of time and effort on that membership, much more than you would ever know. And that's going to free me up. I'm going to have more capacity to do things for all of the people that were not in the membership, to have public offerings. So I'm really excited. I don't know necessarily what's coming up ahead for 2024, but I'm excited because now I have the capacity to show up for it. One of the things that I was going to launch this year, I probably talked about on the podcast, was a self-care masterclass. And I, I couldn't. My... I got overwhelmed with everything that was going on in life and I completely burned out and I made myself sick and I literally couldn't do it. So that was that was tough because I'm a person of integrity and it is rare that I don't do what I say I'm going to do. And if that ever is the case then you know something's up. So not being able to execute on the masterclass which I had already advertised and already sold having to refund everybody's money. In some ways it was a gut punch. In a lot of ways it wasn't, it was healing. It was, I, I was able to say, I am human and I've hit my limit. And if I try to force this thing, it's not going to go well for me and it's not going to be the experience I want for the people that have paid for it. So I'm going to stay in integrity now and I'm going to cancel. Um, but it was hard. So since canceling that, I've had a lot more insight and downloads, so to speak, about self-care. So I know that that will be coming back next year. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be a masterclass, if it's going to be a full-on course, if I'm going to do a cohort. Like I have no idea how it's going to show up because the information is still coming through. Um, but that's likely to come back next year. The other really big thing that I was really looking forward to sharing with you is my ongoing one-to-one support containers. We've talked a lot about containers on the podcast and transformation containers, creating a container for yourself. So I'm creating an offer that I'm calling Transformation Doula. And I had wanted to offer it for you this year and I couldn't make it happen. So 
it will start next year. I have had one client for Transformation Doula this year, and I have been blown away by the progress that client has made in our work together. So if you don't know anything about doulas, there's two very common types of doulas. There's birth doulas that assist people that are in labor. And there are death doulas that are assist people as they are preparing to transition out of their body. And so I was thinking about that. And, you know, transformation is death and rebirth. That is what transformation is. A part of you has to die for that other part of you to be reborn. And so I immediately resonated with the idea of I'm a transformation doula. Part of the autism ADHD is that I have very little attention span for things that I find boring. Uh, but I'm very talented at being with people in the vulnerable and in the messy because there's nothing boring about that. I can sit with you and hold space for you. If you are a person where you're going to retire and you've worked your whole life, you have a lot of identity wrapped up, that is some transformation. That is some death and rebirth. And if I were you, I would want someone holding your hand through that. The idea that I could have somebody hold my hand that could also talk to my loved ones and my angels and my spirit guides. I mean, how incredible to work one-on-one -on -one in that kind of container. The other reason why I wanted to call it doula is because doulas are on call. You've got to be on call because that baby or that passing, there's spiritual timing there. As opposed to, let's say, a coach. If you're going to work with a coach or a therapist, you're going to schedule that. We meet every Monday at three. Sure, that's great. And coaches and therapists, they also have things in mind. They have goals or visions for you. But doulas work more with the energy that's showing up. And they assist you with what's happening. You, your birth plan might have been that you were going to have a vaginal birth. It was going to be all natural. You're going to be in the tub. and then. That's not the way things go, whether because the baby's doing whatever the baby's doing or because, oh, the tub broke, whatever, whatever is happening, that's not the way things go. So that doula who's on call shows up, looks at the circumstances and guides you, helps you, listens to what you have to say. And then you work together for the best case scenario. So with my Transformation Doula container, there is an on-call service where you reach out to me and I get back to you. Within 24 hours guaranteed, but way more likely it's when, within one to four hours. So my, my one to one container, my Transformation Doula container, is not designed to be an ongoing, you know, you don't put me on retainer for a year. Not what this is. This is, I'm going through something big and I want support. Or this is, I want to go through something big. I have no evidence that I am growing, that I'm getting closer to living out love as my soul self would have me do. 
all right, you want to do something big? Let's do it. You're going through a divorce. Let's talk about it. You're becoming a parent. Let me support you. I want to meet you in the vulnerable, in the transformation, in the death and the rebirth. So that's Transformation Doula. And that will be starting next year. But I wanted to give you a preview about it now because I know that some people listening are going to be doing their accounting soon and want to figure out where in the heck they're going to spend their money at the end of the year. And so for those of you that know that you want to work with me one-on-one next year, you can put down a deposit now if you'd like. You can reach out to me. We can talk about you know, what's going on with you and how long I think your transformation container is likely to last. I will talk to your guides. We'll talk about it. But if that's something that is calling to you where you want ongoing support, where you want to be able to reach out to me, be like, dude, I had this conversation with my mom and now I'm so triggered and uh, I just want to vomit. Like if you want that casual support, then you can reach out to me and let's talk about it. And if you're not ready, then just great. Know that it's available when you're ready. Okay. One other big change that I'm going to talk about before we wrap up the podcast is I am looking for help. I am understanding what I need for self-care. I am understanding the way my brain works. And I am realizing that this podcast and my business and my work, even like what I'm able to channel for you, I'm not going to be able to get where I want to go by myself. So specifically, I am looking for a podcast and social media virtual assistant. If you know anybody, please let me know. And I'm also looking for a personal virtual assistant so that when I get overwhelmed, those people that I need to call back get a call back. We need to schedule something. My assistant can help me do that. So if you happen to know anybody or if you happen to be interested, please reach out to me. I am excited to give myself more support. That's been part of my journey the last few months is figuring out how to support myself. So 2023 has been a very interesting year, loves. The podcast has grown. Of course, my people that have had readings with me have grown. My psychic abilities are evolving. Um been a lot of a lot of changes in my personal life and it's been good it's been wild i have felt alone and scared i have felt empowered and visionary it has been a roller coaster and sometimes it hasn't been that wild it's been slow and boring and disconcerting it's been all sorts of things just like your year has likely been all sorts of things. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I am so excited at whatever it is that I will be giving birth to, so to speak. It will not be a human. I mean, in terms of for my business, I'm excited to have the capacity to give birth to some new content for you, whether that's meditations or podcast episodes or masterclasses, whatever that is. I'm excited that I now have some new capacity for that and that I am supporting myself to find even more capacity for that. And I appreciate you being here with me on this journey. I am holding the vision that 
anybody listening to this podcast now in the future that they are taking steps to live more in alignment, live out their love, whatever way that looks. And I thank you for including me on that journey. And for every single person out there that has reached out to me to let me know this podcast episode changed my life or this podcast episode really supported me in XYZ situation, for everybody that has reached out, please know how much I value that feedback. I try to respond to everybody and thank you so much. But if I have overlooked the response, please know that that's, I'm just coping with my mental capacity. I, I so value hearing that and it keeps me going and keeps me engaged. So loves, I wish you a beautiful winter equinox. And if you are not already on my email list, go get to my website, download a free meditation that will get you on the email list. Use the contact form that will get you on the email list. And, oh, I should mention, in case you're not on the email list, I am doing a buy three, get one free bundle for 2024. So you have the rest of the year. You have up until December 31st to buy four readings for the price of three. You can do this personally, or you can do it for gift cards. You can get four gift cards for the price of three. And as a thank you for buying a bundle, I am giving a free 30 minutes to be used however you want. And I'm really excited about this idea because it's pretty frequently that I'll be doing a reading and someone will want to know something. Doesn't matter what it is. How do, which website platform do I use? How do I work with Oracle cards? Like what coffee do I drink? Like there are always questions that people have for me personally that they don't want to spend their reading time on, which I fully understand. So as a thank you for buying for readings for the price of three, I'm giving you another free 30 minutes to be done on Zoom, not over the phone, in which you get to dictate what we talk about. You want me to teach you how to use Oracle cards? Great. You want to talk to me about conflict with your husband? Great. doesn't matter what it is. You tell me this is what we're going to do. And you tell me ahead of time, so I will prepare. It's not, I mean, I will channel also while we're together, but I'll prepare ahead of time so I can bring the Oracle cards or the what have you. It's your time, 30 minutes of my time. On top of giving you the fourth reading free, you get another 30 minutes to be used however you want. My readings are typically done on the phone. 30 minutes is on Zoom. So I'm really excited. If you're interested in that, you can go to amyhageman.love forward slash 2023 and you can get the bundle. When you go to check out, there is an option for afterpay that will change the payment rather than 525 upfront. It changes it to, I think it's 131 and some change for four months. So you can consider that. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. And if you decide to buy the readings and then later on decide you want to work one-on-one, -on -one, well, then we will just transfer the credit. Okay. So I don't want you to worry about, oh, if I invest now and then I want to invest later. We will figure that out. So thank you all again for being here and for sitting through the super long episode 2020-23 wrap up. Did I say 2020? Anyway, thank you for being here and I look forward to talking to you in 2024. Bye loves.